When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. I ain't going to lie. Mental health is a growing issue in America. And I think a lot of it has to do with social media. But, babe, you can't negate the fact that it's allowed people to build platforms and increase their influence. So the real question is, is social media toxic or no? Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What's going on, everybody? With your host Malcolm and Brittany Garrison, and you're listening to Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It is a space where we unpack life's transitions and their effects on millennials. As entrepreneurs and millennial parents, we've navigated a lot of life transitions. And we're here to share those experiences with you while challenging perspectives and engaging in open dialogue. Y'all ready? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about <laughs> it. Um, so, we, oh, that's the Tyler Perry uh, <laughs> theme song that you got going. I'm cracking up. <laughs> All right, so let's talk. Let's talk about social media. Okay. Um, in its entirety, do you feel like social media is toxic at times, or not so toxic? Well, if we add in at times, it's a hundred percent toxic at times for sure. Explain how. I just think when it comes to social media, there's so many aspects that you have to consider, right? Um, from 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 the beginning of times, right? As, <laughs> from the beginning mil- of social media times? Yes, you got to think about it. As millennials, somebody who's 29, right? Mm-hmm. You have to realize that we've been through so many aspects, right, of time, okay? You know, growing up, my first my first cell phone was a was a Virgin Mobile like the joke with the little antenna on it. My second phone was a Nokia that had snake on it. And so you got to think about it back when we were in middle school with those type of phones, nobody was focused on social media. Yeah. It wasn't a real big thing back then. Right. And if it was, it was for people that were older than us. Right. And that's like the pre Facebook era, but that was even 10th grade. Like I remember like Facebook really, really popping out where you could only get on if you were in college. You got a good memory because I don't even remember when Facebook came out. Well, I remember that I had to create a fake EUD. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Edu. Oh, got it. I got you. In order to be a part of Facebook because they weren't letting nobody on unless you had an EDU. Wow. So I said it to say that was still high school. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like our generation has been through so many eras of time when it comes to the media. 
right? Mm-hmm. We used to get off, I mean, come home from school and watch 106 in Park. We used to watch MTV Cribs and, right. and Pit My Ride and stuff like that. People weren't focused on, oh, what's on the gram? Like, oh, I'm not sitting here scrolling. I was sitting here kicking it. And so I feel like we've been through so many versions of time that when social media came about, you you got to think about it. It really started all the way back at MySpace. You're right. I remember MySpace, the top five or exactly. top 29. When you were able to create who were your top friends, like even before your top friends, you would put a song on your page based off of what? how you was feeling. Exactly. Like if you had a bad breakup, you know, Ain't Gonna Cry was in the background. So many different things, though. If you got, like, so for me, I had certain people on my top five list or whatever, but I would get calls, like, why I ain't on your top five friends. Or why friends. did you get taken off? Or why I get taken off. And then, you know, if you're in between relationships and stuff, it, it got real iffy. That's, oh, my God. That starts with the toxicity. Exactly. So I feel like it really started back at MySpace where you were creating your page around what other people are going to look, the background that you pick, the song that you pick, who was on your top five was all about the perception of what other people were going to see. Or you, you did or didn't do something based off of the perception of what people were going to see. And so I feel like that carried on through time because then you have Facebook and there's some of us, including myself, where the stuff that you post on IG you're not posting on Facebook where your mama and your aunties and your cousins and the church <laughs> folks, all them people is on Facebook, that's but they're facts. not on, on IG. Yeah, no, that's a that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like social media can be extremely toxic because of the comparison culture. I think it heightens it because we are able to give people a perception or a version of us, a are, version of our lives. So are you? do you think that social media has created people false falsifying like their their lifestyle or something like that like because you can be who you want to be well before cap culture so this is the thing this is why i'm in between right i'm in between yes and i'm in between no because what social media does give you the opportunity to do is create the person or the version of yourself you want to be now for me i did that right right I, i i created a version of myself on social media in business but it was me creating a person that I wanted to be and then developing into that person. Right. Okay. But there's another side of it where it's you creating a whole nother life and you're not like that in real life. Right. The people who, you know, and this ain't, this ain't no shade. We just being real about it. The people who post money, but that's your rent money. I don't know why you're paying your rent <laughs> cash. You know what I'm saying? But Listen, this your rent money. You know what I'm saying? I know people that have bad. done it in real life. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they know it's all love because we've talked about it before. But what you got to understand is like, that's me trying to look like a version of myself that I want people to see. Let me ask you this. Do you think this has led to, because I feel like suicide rates are the highest they've ever been. I agree. And they've been the highest they've ever been against uh, black and Latino mm-hmm. and then male. Mm-hmm. at that so my question to you is do you feel like social media and, and this comparison culture has started creating a sense of depression in a lot of people i think yes because you're you're looking at what what people have to understand about social media is this i think what people have to understand the most about the whole social media game is that people are only giving you a clip into their life if it's a video you are getting what 60 seconds 
out of 24 hours of that day. Right. But because it was the 24, the 60 seconds that you wish was your life or because you saw somebody and their husband or their boyfriend taking a vacation or you saw this person's business, you know, oh, they did a million in a day. Somebody posted that or you see somebody who who, um, you know, just dressed real nice and you wish you could afford clothes or whatever the hell. I think it, it just allowed it's allowing us to see so much more of people's lives that used to be private. Right. You used to have to share with people. Oh, I just bought a new car. Oh, I just closed on my house. Now you can put up a status. You can put up a status with photos. You can put up a status. You can hire a videographer to follow you on your closing day to show the whole aesthetic of what that was. And I think it's dope. But I also I think it's it's twofold where you can't be so be so deeply invested in other people's lives to the point where you feel like yours has no value. I mean, so what, I mean, what exactly is was the point of social media? Was it to bring people together, or was it to show people, or was it for people to show that their lifestyle outside of their nine to five and things like that? I think it could be both. You tell me, because okay, I I put it to you like this: when I had a job, right, I was I was showing that I was getting up and on my way to work at five in the morning. <laughs> I was I was putting on my story my commute. I was before that I was tweeting, you know what I'm saying, when I was in school about my day and who I was kicking with, yep. kicking it with and who who I was chilling with, and where I was going to be, what gig I was at, what show I was showing up to. Um well, shoot, we met I mean, we connected via Twitter. When I couldn't have my cell phone at we work, did. we talked in the DMs all day, right? So I do think it was intended to be places where people could connect more and see it and see people outside of what they knew them to be. Or you can show a little bit more of your personality because be real. You can't be 100% yourself at work. You'll get fired. That's true. But I mean, social media getting people fired too. That too. But that's now. I'm talking social media circa 2010 through 20 maybe 15 i think all right so i think in 2010 i think 2010 social media has finally started to catch some wave and i think it was created with the right intent and the intent was to bring people together Mm -hmm. the intent was to okay you haven't seen your friend in years but you can still connect with that person because you can direct message them so you can, you know, and you get to see kind of their, their lifestyle outside of keeping up with them. Yeah, you get to keep up with people. Where I think things went left was, is that people started to show things that wasn't fully, fully real. And what I mean by that is, we show people the the glitz and glam mm-hmm. of what our life is, and like you said, twenty four seconds of you doing such and such looks like a lifetime to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And when it's, if, if I'm somebody that I'm not, I'm not uh, okay where I'm at, mm-hmm. or I'm always looking, you know, comparing myself to somebody else. And I see somebody else that appears that they're doing better than me. It's going to make somebody feel like, what am I doing with my life? But I feel like that, that is twofold in that, right? Because on the flip side, somebody does feel like that, but another person looks at it as motivation. Yeah, somebody is inspired. Like, yeah, you're right. And I think that's also what 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 people forget is that you actually control what you see. 
So if That's I'm true. starting to have feelings around a person and they don't make me feel good, truth is I could just unfollow them and stop seeing it. But sometimes when you do that, you have even the more urge <laughs> to go see what they're doing and what they're talking about because <laughs> I can't see it, right? I'm I'm, sp- I'm preaching to the choir. I can be yeah. real about it because I've done it. But like there was a period of time we experienced something. Um, what was that? At the end of 2020, right? Everything was going great. Mm-hmm. Everything in life was perfect. And then there was a moment in time where we found out a lot of information about some, you know, some situations that were happening um, internally within our business mm-hmm. on social media. Yeah, We found out all the information on social media. And during that period of time, it made me upset. It made me angry. It made me feel feelings that I didn't like. And so... I had the opportunity to continue to feel those feelings by watching what was happening with these people, or I had the opportunity to unfollow them. Um, and shout out to the button that's called mute or hide where you don't even got to unfollow them. So you ain't got to go through that whole period of a, with that vibe that we was just talking about. But why can't I even unfollow you without having to worry about what the person going to think about? But anyway, I don't want to even go down that rabbit hole yet. But I I had to mute these people because I didn't like how it was making me feel. And then I had to go follow people like the Steve Harveys. The after I saw that Earn Your Leisure interview, mm-hmm. like I I I, I mean I'm I'm even following Steve Harvey even more just because of what he made me feel like when I was watching him. I was inspired. I was excited. Pastor Michael Todd, we just started following him consistently over the last, what, five, six months. But now I'm more invested into his content because of what it makes me feel like, what it makes me think like. And so I feel like social media has a lot of perks. Jay Ivory, who posts those affirmations every single day, she getting hundreds of millions of reposts, millions of shares because people like what that affirmation every single morning makes them feel like. This is what I like about social media is that you don't have to wait on somebody else to create an opportunity for you. That's a fact. You can literally create your own platform through social media. That's a fact. And that wasn't the case 10, 15 years ago. Well, you got to think about it. In 2020, I got my first iPhone in 20, 2012. And that was yeah. back when Instagram was, you had to have an iPhone to be on Instagram. Yeah, you're right. I remember like that. It, it was the exclusivity it was, it, of it at the beginning. That was a deal of a lifetime. What? Let me tell you. That was But it was the same was thing brilliant. about when Clubhouse came out. That was brilliant. Clubhouse was everybody being able to have a platform like they were podcasting without having to start a podcast. It was being able to get on no. people's platforms. Twitter is a place where you could just drop some value. But even during uh, the pandemic, I was able to even find way more value on Twitter from learning about cryptocurrencies and, and NFTs and more about that information because a lot of the people that are really heavy in it are on Twitter. So I think it's also understanding your place and and what are you looking to get out of social media? Are you looking to build your business? Because for us, when we started building the business, we didn't live in Atlanta, but the only reason why we even found the opportunity was because we were of who we started following on social media. And so that's why I can't give it a hundred percent, you know, boo, corny, lame, boo, tomato, 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 I'm throwing tomatoes. It's not fully toxic. It's just what you, I think it's perception of what social media provides. I think it's your version of what you decide to take from it too. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, let's think of it like this, though. Social media, because of the the amount of people that's on social media and how quickly things spread, mm-hmm. is that, I mean, just take 
Will Smith for an example. Oh my God, I was you know? so ready for them to stop talking about that. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fuck. Exactly, but you see how how fast things got out because of social mm-hmm. media. Now I think the way he acted was not just because of what happened at the Oscars, though. No, it's because of the many times. I I think it's because of he's been the butt of a joke for an entire year or so. You know, and and somebody has their boiling point. Yeah. So, at what point do you think it social media does contribute to mental health? I think it contributes to mental health a great deal, just because I feel like because you can hide behind something. You think about how many pages are fake where uh, people can comment from profiles that don't even have photos or profiles that got cats as the picture and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're right. bullying fake people, people or they're they're not fake people. They're real people. Yeah, they're That's real the people. Thing. Real people. Or, or people that are. I got people right now that are using my face to scam people out of money. Ain't that crazy? So that so is crazy. I do believe that. that social, I can't say that social media doesn't have its downfall, but I do a hundred percent believe that it does contribute to mental health because of how people utilize it. People will utilize it to to um, shame people. People utilize it to uh, tear people down. Even when you're doing great things, there are people that will come in your comments and say negative stuff. Because of their own personal opinions. But, you know, there was a book that we read in uh, The Four Agreements. Okay. And one of the four agreements is don't take anything personal. What it talked about in that book was how most of the time when people have responses or they say certain things, it's almost never about you. If somebody calls you fat, somebody calls you ugly, somebody says you're stupid, somebody says what you're doing doesn't make sense and it's not going to work or I wouldn't do it that way or it didn't work for me that way and all those kind of things. Most of the time, those are self-reflections that has nothing to do with you. You just gave them an opportunity or you created a trigger for them that allowed them to now say whatever they wanted to say. Social media has given us a place where people just say whatever they want to say and because they don't so have to answer now, They though. don't have to answer to anybody on it. I mean, but and that that's what hang. contributes to it being toxic. Well, and, let me ask you this. What what how do you feel like because you brought up men, you mm-hmm. brought up mental health. How do you feel like it contributes to the the especially the African American male community? I think Social media gives a certain pressure to males in general, especially black males. Okay. Um, I say that because we all you see right now is, you know, success, people's successes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just I was just reading uh watching a podcast today and anything I do I I try to be a student of. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how men Men uh, nowadays, black men, are the least educated. They were talking about dating. Women having choices and wanting to date outside of their race and wanting to date other races, but also um, saying that you could be very, very average in what you do, mm-hmm. average money, but you don't want to build with a, a guy, a regular guy, that ha- a blue-collar worker that has a regular salary, regular job, women don't want to build with these individuals. And I kept thinking back, so why don't women want to build with these with, with these men? Mm-hmm. Well, let's think about it. When when you look on social media and you and, and, and you gotta think about it, it's always it's this it's this smidget of it feels like competition out there. Mm-hmm. 
that there's high value men out there and it's slim picking for them, right? But Shut if the DM high value men. <laughs> but it but if if if, if you're a woman and you're not and you're not making a whole bunch of money, but you're making some, you're looking for somebody of high caliber, that means you skipped a whole group of people mm-hmm. and you're trying to get slim pickings of people that is a small portion of society that's the top ten percent, correct? Top ten percent of people, and now these guys in the middle, they're they're in limbo. Like, well, why why take out the debt to get a good job to get a pay a uh, high paying job when that's not even a possibility? Is it's not a guarantee? Mm-hmm. But I'll get all this debt by getting a degree. So they're seeing that okay, I need to go another route, and they're going this other route because they feel like social media has get, has has contributed to this constant pressure that they should be further ahead than where they are currently right now. And I think it try, it it plays a trick on you that you need to speed up your process. Mm-hmm. People at 20 years old feeling like they ain't... Failures. You, they feel like failures. They feel like they, they need to have it all figured out. And where does that stem from, though? You're right. It definitely stems from social media because a lot of... if you, if you Shout out to Apple for doing this because they created um, your watch time or whatever you call it, where you can see weekly... How much time I spent and where did I spend it? And the majority of the time that most people are spending is on their phones utilizing some sort of social media platform that they're scrolling on. And I I, I can understand that because I think women, black women especially now, um, we expect men to be in a different place. And I know most of that stems from social media because when I met you in college, when I met you in college, this is one of the things that I said, right? People asked me, I remember when you came um, to Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. after I graduated. So the year when you were still in school, but I had graduated and your family had came to dinner too. your okay. grandma had came, your mom and dad came, you came, um, your sister came. It was a bunch of family that was coming to this dinner, right? <laughs> okay. Everybody at home was asking me, did I think you were going to propose to me? Mm. And this is what my true life response was. If this nigga proposed to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to be pissed off because I was working and I was coming to visit you in school where I, at that point I, I felt too grown to be staying in your dorm room. Like I didn't just go there last month, but <laughs> right. I felt too grown to be staying in your dorm room. So I'm paying for hotels. I'm getting the gas and you was only making $50 a week. So I'm more than likely probably paying for dinner. We probably went shopping. We probably did all this stuff and I was paying for it. And so in my mind, I was like, if bro proposes to me, I'm going to be pissed because I just spent $500 two weeks ago to visit you. <laughs> and you didn't, you, I mean, you probably put some gas in my car. Yeah, definitely. Always. But it wasn't nothing crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so in my mind, I wasn't thinking like, oh, he better do it. Oh, the reason why his family is coming is because of this. And I think we have a because of this or this should happen type mentality now, which I know I said at the beginning, y'all, y'all heard me talk about where I told him he had five years. And I think, but even with the five years, like I was never pressing it. Like, you know, all right, we two years down, three to go. And I think now we start to get in that place where I expect for this to be here. But back then and when we met, I was 100 percent just on the ride for the ride of what we could become and not who you had to be when I got with you. See, and that's not really the case. Oh, no, it's not. They don't make them like that no more. People are not looking to build with anybody. You got to come to the table ready and 
I feel like it's because of what we see out there. But that I also think it appears it that people are ready and they're not. I also think you have to identify what your ready level is, right? Because mm. for some people, you're saying ready, but for me, I'm like, okay, I got a job, you got a job, we ready. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're both working professionals, so are we not ready? I think the ready le- the ready meter has changed. The ready meter has become he needs to be a full-time entrepreneur. He needs to be making seven figures. He needs to, uh, because they will make my life easier, make what I want to do and transition um, more feasible. But I think we're... <laughs> what does it stem from? My, it stems my thing- from comparison. It stems from what you see. It's like you look at a specific couple, but I think... or. Let me not even say couple. You see couples, you see entrepreneurs, you see um, businesses that are thriving. You see people, but Appear you never to be thriving. That's the thing. But even the ones that are, let's talk to the ones that are. We'll get on the cap. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, let's talk about the ones so that are. Okay. But the ones that are, the thing is, what you see today is fruit from the labor that they've spent. And Correct. a lot of people want to start at fruit. They don't want to go through the labor though. Correct. They want to have like think about you know we just had a baby so. We, we physically went through the process of pregnancy and you know what I'm saying? You having a good night and then pop, you missed your, 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 your period. And you like, okay, uh, I'm pregnant. Right. So now, you know, automatically in order for me to get to the baby, I need to get through at least 38 weeks of my pregnancy. Think about it. The minute you, if you're a drinker, the minute you find out you're pregnant, you stop. We got pregnant in Mexico. So I know I was turned up. Yes. We found out on our anniversary trip in Miami. So I know I was turned up. But the minute that I found out, I stopped all the things that I was doing because I had to protect the baby. I had to grow the baby effectively. But I knew at this point I had nine months. When you get through that first trimester and you're done being all sicko and all that stuff like that, and you're done being tired and you feel some sense of normalcy, you start to do stuff. But when you get to that third trimester, it just feels like, damn, I'm tired of waiting. Yeah. But But here's the thing. On social media, it makes it look easy, though. Yeah, but my point is, my point to that is that what you understand is when I'm bringing forth a child, I know the time commitment that I'm committing to. Yeah. Right? I'm committing to this nine-month process of pregnancy, but then I'm committing to 18 years of building somebody up as a person for society. And you know that going into it. But I think what social media has created is I forget about the conception part of somebody building that business. I forget about the conception part of somebody probably being together. When people look at our relationship and they're like, oh, they're so lovey. They love each other. They, they're so dope, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, you you got to remember we met when we were 20. We've been building this for 10 years. So yeah. what you think is cool or what you think looks simple, what you think is we don't, your parents didn't even think we argue. Why? Because you only get a glimpse of my life. You only see me when I see you. That's real. And so it's really understanding that everything that you see that is fruit for somebody's life is, it, it didn't happen overnight still. It may have happened in crazy. Like we've experienced people who've had fast success, like people who've come in and start a business in in three years, eight figures. We've seen it, but that don't happen for everybody, and it didn't start at easy either. Yeah, but I mean that's that's why it's this comparison cultures is because you can't see the work behind the scenes, and then you pop out and somebody got you know pulling up in a Range Rover. And it's like, what the heck was they doing? And you and you you're constantly thinking in your room, like, well, dang, I'm I'm 29, they 29. Dang, what should I yo, I'm tripping. I'm I'm behind the eight ball. And you're really not. 
you're not. But I think I think there's health in it, and I think there's toxicity in it. There it is. Because yeah, okay. the health in okay. it could say, I can see that. No, you you're right. What have I been doing? Because there are some times when you look at yourself and you're like, I keep saying I want this. I keep saying yeah. I want to be this person. I keep saying I want this success. I keep saying I'm gonna launch this business. I keep saying I'm gonna launch this podcast. Mm-hmm. I keep saying, I keep saying, but I'm not doing. But now I see somebody who is my peer getting success in what they've been doing. Yeah. So I feel behind because I haven't started. And I I would hope there's two there's two ways that you can receive that. People can receive it as motivation or they receive it as or or now I'm I'm low down or I'm trash or all these people out here winning and I'm not winning and yep. what what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you is you need to get up and do what you said you wanted to do. Not because that person did it either. You got to go do it because you wanted to do it. You got to do it because you said that you were going to do it. Make good on your own word to your own self and not even for what it looks like. Because I remember even when we were talking about moving, right? Mm-hmm. When we found out we were pregnant, we were living in a high rise, one bedroom in Buckhead. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that too. My Let's gosh. talk about it, right? Right. right? And when we were look, when we found out we were pregnant, of course, we were like, we need more space. Like, we're not going to be able to raise no kid here because I knew my parents were going to h- come and help us and all that stuff like that. There's no way we was all going to fit in that one bedroom. I would have went ballistic yeah, really crazy. but when we were looking we started looking in the same area we started looking for the same type of place right so we were going to find another high rise that was maybe a two-bedroom or find another apartment in Buckhead that was a two-bedroom with a den or something like that and I really I remember when I had that burst out of the bubble moment of why do you want another high rise? Why do you want the floor to ceiling windows in the so, middle of the city? And the response to to my, I told you this, I was like, I want people to come inside of here and be like, wow. That's so toxic. That but, is so toxic. But I think it's important <laughs> to be real about it. Yeah, no, because that's real. Because when you're real about it, then you can really kind of start to break around those stigmas of those things that you have started to build your life on but i think that's that's why you gotta start unpacking why like why did you why did you think that way because what, what, where i want somebody from? to come in my crib and and pull out their phone ahead of you and, and, and put on a story to views tag me and be like damn britain milk spot is crazy yeah the for views, what? vibes blah 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 that's just what i just think that's the culture but it's it's like i said when i broke out of that and i actually analyzed the why i wanted that spot and i realized that it wasn't for me it was for you it was for what people would see when they came there i had to break out of that because we said that about the same spot in buckhead and that people was gonna be over here it was gonna be dope and all this stuff like that and as soon as we got there it was like ah, i don't really really want people in my spot mm-hmm. i don't really even want people to know where i live at you know what i mean yeah. and so you change real quick so now i would have made this decision paying this monstrosis whatever the word is this ridiculous rent to live downtown atlanta live midtown live buckhead ridiculous and the same price of a two-bedroom apartment was the same price as a townhouse it's cr- it's crazy when you think about it let's like not that even get on the house i mean yeah let's not even get on that but that's a whole nother thing in itself houses and stuff like that right now but i think i think that's that's uh, de- uh that's where it derives from 
No, that's a fact. That's where it derives from. I'm not knocking it because a part of it, a part of it for me, the majority, I will say 89% of it was for what people would see. But the other 11% was being proud of what I had accomplished to be able to allow me to do those things. Well, this is why, this is why I think social media is also a dope situation is because you can promote your own business. You can start your own business and you can start from scratch. Yeah. And it and it's created a lot of million it actually it's created the most millionaires, uh black millionaires for sure. Oh, for sure. Over the last I wanna say what, ten, fifteen years? I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't even say that far, last right? Five to seven. Yeah, last five to seven. Um, just because of the, the access to so many people, you can you can sell your product and stuff like that. So I feel like that's the greatest thing about social media. No, for sure. Um, you know, and and I won't take away from that. I I just want to play devil's advocate because there's there's so many moving parts when it comes to it that we don't tend to look at what are we downloading into our psyche every mm-hmm. single day. Some, most of the time, people can't even you know take their eyes off their phone for more than five minutes and don't be looking at nothing. And they're 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 collecting data they're collecting data all day long on what you like what you don't like you know the thing what what do you look most at and they're literally selling you the products that you know that you want (laughs) and and we don't we don't really see what's happening around us but it's literally happening right in front of our eyes and and we gotta get privy to it and understand what's really going on so it's really ain't just to to connect Oh no, it's not. It's definitely to sell you. Because it's to I've sell sold, you, sold you water. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I have sold a many of things on social media for sure. But that, I like, like you said, I think that is the part that it makes it so wonderful to be in a place where you can reach millions of people from your home, from the comfort of your home. And I think because of COVID and going through that process of being home so much, it really did allow people to realize the tools that they had right home, right in, right at home, the tools that they utilized so much that actually they weren't being able to profit from. And so I do think social media has provided that. And I think there's so many resources that you actually can get access to because of social media. We, like I said, we, we met Justin, um, one of our mentors on social media from a dm and it's like yo if if i don't follow him if i don't send the dm and and we don't go to that one event if we don't go to um you know network with people in the city when we first moved here do we have the things that does our life end up the same way it has to this point it doesn't because that was a very pivotal point a very pivotal moment so there are some divine connections that social media can help you make um you know I, i see women who are forming um you know friendships with women with other women just based off of the things that they're dealing with right Mm. um you know from having friends in the industry that you're in or having friends that are dealing with similar stuff um I, I think that is very valuable place because like some of our closest friends don't live in Atlanta that's true. But I get to keep up with your family. I get to keep up with, with you. I get to keep up with your business. I get to support your businesses um, or the things that you're doing, even though I'm not at home. Yeah, it seemed like you never left Or you never miss se. a beat 
Oh, you never with miss that a person's beat. Life. I mean, you should definitely be talking to people like if they're your friends for real. Like social media is not it end all be all. But I think yeah. that's one of the things that social media has granted is got people jobs. You think about people who utilize platforms like LinkedIn, um, people who are selling things or creating, um, you know, creating stuff with stuff like Etsy, Shopify, uh, e-commerce stores where people are now being able to sell online, but they're able to reach so many people because of the social media platform. I think that's where there's so much beauty, beauty. Um, but I think as people, it's really de- deciding what I'm going to personally um, deposit. Like you said, that was a great word. Um, what I'm actually going to deposit within me and then choosing to celebrate the people that I'm choosing to follow. If I see somebody winning and, and it took me a yeah. while to get here, it really did take me a while to get here. And this has probably been over the last three to four years. But I had to start thinking like this. If I follow people and if I consider them a friend personally and they're winning at something or something uh, or something wonderful happens in their life, I decided that I have to celebrate them because if it's happening to somebody that I consider close to me, then it's probably close to me. Yeah. If it's something that I want. But you do got to get up and do something. Let me, let me ask you this. If you're a private person. Do you think it's hard for you to kind of get out there on social media? Like, like for me, I'm not huge on social media. You're not, but you be on that phone all day. But I'll be, but I'll be on social media too, because because I like to learn that you know. So it's a lot of things that go, that go into that. But if you're not a huge person that wants your life plastered all over social media, do you do you think they still find value in using it? I think people do find value in using it because there are things that you're attracted to. There's people that sit on social media all day and look at memes and laugh all day. There's but a they video, don't post. I saw a video today that had <laughs> me losing my mind. I'm talking weak. And there are some people that they just utilize social media. There are some people I know that keep up use social media to keep up with other people in their lives, but they're not personally posting. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. posting is not their thing. Posting is not your thing. Your page got more pictures of me on it than anything. Yeah, but I mean, but you constantly trying to get me to post, and it's like, ah, ah, I don't know only, what to post. It's only based it's like, off what of is it? But it's based off of the things that you've shared with me that you want to do that I understand. You're going to need a social media presence yeah. to do that. But there's some people I think I feel like you can utilize social media for those things and still be a private person because yeah. you're utilizing it for what you came here to do. You're is when you're building from a brand standpoint, in my opinion, you're building it based off of the brand that you're trying to show. So if you're a person that wants to start selling hats, then maybe you are just getting on there showing your hats and people, all your content is visuals of hats, but it's in a vibey way. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you want an airplane or maybe you're at the beach or maybe you surfing. I don't know, but it's based off of what you want to show. And that's what people have to remember. And so if that's not your thing, find a content manager, go get somebody to yeah, do it. I feel like that's like definitely needed, but it's, it's so hard sometimes. It's like, ah, I don't, what, what do you post today? That's because what do you talk about today? Because you know, you're not what? trying to be a content creator or influencer. Right. But if you're trying to build a brand around something it's or like, you're trying to build build a message around something, you do need a presence. Where do you where where can you connect with people? Even if you were self- I was just sharing this with somebody today because they said they like to be in the shit. They they like to be behind the scenes and everything, mm-hmm. right? But um but they're looking to build a business um right now. And I, I and, and what I said was I'm the same way. What I do understand, though, is the power of influence. Mm-hmm. 
and how you do have to get yourself out there in a sense to show your your value. And it can be very hard. I'm, I'm talking to the people that it's hard for you to post some content, but you got a lot of value to give to the world. You do. You know? y'all, me and Mike fight about this so much. Like, cause he has so much value that I, this is why I'm grateful that we're here doing the podcast, because I feel like this is a place where people do get to get some of the value that you do have based off of, you know, them not being able to get it more often because of how you feel about your presence on social media. <laughs> because when you were saying you were telling somebody that I was definitely about to be like, what in the, what in the pot calling the kettle black? Le- le- legit, legit. Like, but I, I was saying that I understand influence from a, from a space of, because of the industry we've been in. Mm-hmm. And I understand how powerful having, having a voice is, mm-hmm. which is part of why, you know, why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, but it, it can be very, very hard. And, I, and I'm, I'm telling people, Everybody struggles with this. That's that's really why I'm bringing it up. Is that? But I it's normal. You it know, is normal. people struggle with um, trying to figure out what kind of content to post, or uh, you know, is their value really going to be a value? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think even though, but even with you saying that, like a, a transparent post post. <laughs> transparent moment for myself is even now like when I'm in a life transition of um self-identity and who you are becoming going into my 30s and being a mom I spent the majority of my 20s not a mom you know what I'm saying I spent the majority yeah. of had a good my, run I had a real had a, good run yeah man. we had a really we had a really really great Uh-oh. run oh all right yeah Give, we had a great run we had a real strong run you know what I'm saying <laughs> and so um, with that being such a major part of our life though now, like, you know what I mean? Having a child changes everything about you. And so when I'm thinking of the content that I want to create now and the value that I want to give the world, it isn't wrapped up in the package that it had been in for the time it had been in. So I've kind of taken a step back even to kind of really identify like, what is it that I want to give the world? What value do I want to give the world? What brand am I creating around my, my own voice versus all the things that I'm into. And I've been having that conversation with people too. Another pot called the kettle black. Um, (laughs) I mean, you ain't want to be the crypto chick. That's why I did not want to be the crypto (laughs) chick, which is crazy because the thing is, and this is what I mean by that, right? It doesn't mean I don't do it. It doesn't mean I don't like it. Crypto is lit. We'll probably have a, a whole episode on talking about, you know, uh, crypto and, and um, financial avenues to whatever. But the point of it is it's something that I do, but that wasn't who I was. Mm. And I started to build around what I was doing and it didn't feel authentic to who I was as a person because that's not my person. My person isn't the crypto chick, but I want you to know that that's information I know about, Yeah. but I don't feel like I had to build my image around just yeah. this thing yeah, yeah. that I do. That's not what I wanted to do. It started to feel unauthentic because it wasn't Britney. It was crypto. So now my whole that's that's never been my message. It's been my it's been me sharing what it was that I was value knowledgeable in. Mm-hmm. But it was never my direct message. And I started to feel like I was turning into this person that I didn't necessarily feel like that was me. Because there's so many ways to make money passively. There's so many ways to uh, create additional incomes. And I think crypto is one of the dopest things I've ever come across. I think it's going to, um, it is the future, it is now. And the things that I was calling the future is now showing up in the present 
<laughs> as regular life, but it wasn't what I wanted to build my image around because now that's, I'm a mom. That's fair. That's fair. Now I'm a mom. I'm a wife, and I feel like once I became a mom, it it elevated my wife. Them, you know what I'm saying? It <laughs> Is elevated. That a word? It's not. We what? made it one. It, I elevated as a person. I elevated as a daughter. I feel like I elevated as a sister. I elevated as a friend. I elevated as yeah. a worship leader with what I do. I, I just feel like I became another person, and it wasn't just about the business, Brittany. It's about the full person now. And so I couldn't just be directly doing that one thing. So I decided to just take a chill pill to really identify who Brittany is right now, who she's becoming and being comfortable with becoming. But there are days where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I haven't posted in this long. I don't even know what today's date is. It's, my last post you know what? was weeks ago. It's funny that that that's what we feel it's when real. we have it like that. That shows you the power of social media. That literally shows you the power of it, because. The second that you don't post for like a week, you feel like people forgot about you or you feel like, man, what am I doing? Or man, I'm not, I'm not promoting my business or things like anytime you go and reflect on yourself, that's where I feel like you've consumed too much. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, I've dealt with this many, many times. I'm like, yo, I need to, I, I want to step back from it. I, I don't even like, I need to figure out what is it that I want to give value to because continuously just posting something to post or post a, a, a shoe box because I got some shoes today, <laughs> you know, like that, that does nothing for me, you know, that, that doesn't fulfill me. And I feel like you also got to start understanding your audience too, if you do have one. And if you don't have one, um, and you're looking to get one, you got to start trying to build an audience. Right. And it, and it can be very, very difficult to do. It can be very, very difficult to kind of figure out. Um, it's a lot and of trial and error. You have to understand the level of consistency when it comes to things like social media, if your goal is to build on it. But, you know, there's, there's a place that we are in now where I think there has been a, a level of influence created but you can't get to a new level of influence. You know what I mean? Because you do want to continue to grow in those spaces. Um, And that's where social media, like there are so many beautiful aspects to it. But like I said, it, it, even this part of what we're talking about, like how we feel directly. So now it's not just about what I'm consuming is what I'm putting out or not putting out and what that is going to create with what I'm building as well. And I think it's okay to step back because what I decided is the same. I feel like I'm in this place right um we're talking about life transitions of course and i feel like with the transition that i'm in as a person right now as a woman um as a mother as a wife that i have started to develop a okayness like a a peace Mm -hmm. with not just not yeah like i have developed a peace with just being okay with i don't want to do that you know what I'm saying? I want to post. I want to give value, but I'm not about to post just any old thing just to say I posted today. I'm not willing to do that no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm okay with it at this point. Like I I battle with it, but I don't I feel like I'm at a more of a upwards on my okayness than I am in the battle. Well, it's the part of the show where we where we talk about our life lessons. So was the, is that your life lesson? I would I would say that's my life lesson. My life lesson when it comes to social media is that it it has its toxic ways, but you have the ability to choose 
what you see, what you consume and how you decide to act on it. Because guess what? At the end of the day, there should be a moment where you can feel 100% comfortable popping out. You shouldn't have to feel like you're showing off because you're popping out. <laughs> you shouldn't have to feel like... You deserve oh, it. Yeah, like I, I want to be able to celebrate myself publicly. That's if you choose to do that. But when you don't feel like doing that, that's okay too. That is my life lesson at this moment. Uh, I think my life lesson is you don't have to compare yourself in order to feel like you're a value or or that you're progressing um is not to allow social media to confuse you because mm. it can it can very very well confuse you if you're not strong-minded in what you're in what you're wanting wanting to do and what you're trying to accomplish and i say this because i mean even i saw a post on uh on ig of a lady posing as rihanna <laughs> she's po- <laughs> literally this this woman looked just like Rihanna, and crowds of people was you know gathering around her. My question is, why was you trying to be somebody else? Mm. It has has social media ingrained so many things into you that feels like you have to look like her to to get attention or to win or to win or to or to feel like you're beautiful. What what is it that made you want to react and do that? Mm-hmm. Because I don't see. I don't see many other generations ever doing something like that to yeah. that extent. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about streets filled of people around her because she looked just like her, dressed like her and everything. So it's very, very important for you to understand who you are and don't allow social media to take you out of character because it can very well do that if you allow it to. Mm-hmm. And then enjoy enjoy the, the, the goodness about social media, which means build your own platform you can create your own platform because of social media and that's the beauty of it and take advantage of it you know and do so unapologetically and do it unapologetically forget what people think about it forget what their opinions are going to be people going to have opinions no matter what it is that you do so do what you want to do because people going to talk anyway so you might as well give them something to talk about to talk about you right about that so. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Let's talk about it. Let's Yo, talk about that is the end of our episode. Uh, we are we're loving this process, and I think it's given us our own version of being able to have dialogue as a family, dialogue as couples, dialogue as friends. Because we are friends, um, but really being able to to really talk out things that we're going through and that we think about. Um, and we're just sharing that stuff with you so we thank y'all for keeping uh tuning in make sure that you send all questions to uh so let's talk about it pod at gmail.com and then make sure you follow us us on social media follow us on instagram uh, at Brittany Danelle and malcolm underscore garrison two underscores, two underscores. <laughs> and then you can follow the show at so let's talk about it pod and then make sure you join the patreon um we're gonna light it up for y'all definitely got some incredible stuff planned and ready for you guys so um we love y'all we look forward to seeing y'all at the next episode let's talk about it let's talk about it